0: Good evening. It's time for Puzzle Talk. It's uh, the Geocache and Puzzle Talk podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. And here are your hosts, me and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, Tom.
1: Good evening.
0: All right, what you drinking there?
1: Uh, Life is too short for cheap beer. But you can be drink less expensive stuff. This is from a grocery store up in North Texas.
0: Okay, chocolate stout. Charles is drinking a sidecar. Um, so there you I go. Have, Drinks for the evening.
1: Looking at that, I would have thought Belgian double or triple or something.
0: No, this is a sidecar. Um, it's uh, two ounces of cognac an ounce of contrao or Triple Sec or any orange-flavored um, liqueur. It's a ounce of lemon juice out of a fresh-squeezed lemon. And then I put uh, just a dash of simple syrup in mine uh, and then a rim with sugar around it. So it's a French drink, um, but I've uh, tried to... Uh, be fancy here lately at the holidays, and I still have some of this stuff, so. With the um,
1: and you didn't put lemon juice in there, you put citric acid.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a uh, I, I really like whiskey sours, and this is in the uh, sour family of drinks, so, um, so, all right, well, good evening, we hope you are ready, Darren, good evening, glad to see that tomorrow is uh, going to come around for the rest of us as well. Osfox is here. Uh, I see Teresa has made it. She wants to figure out I got so and uh, whatnot. It's it's good to see all of you guys in the chat room. It's just me and Tom tonight. Gary has um, some family in town and so we let him out of jail for the night to go spend time with his family. Yeah, um, we, we got
1: Prince River, British Columbia, and we got Australia. We're on one end of the planet to the other.
0: That's it. So um, good to see everybody here. Um, so let's get into this and do some News. <laughs> So according to the show notes, it says, show the vault promo. Here we go. And that's it. There you go.
1: And now you know just that's, as
0: much as we do. <laughs> that's You know exactly as much as we do. So um apparently there's something that's going to happen at the mega event um called the vault so moving uh right along from there well i stick with some news Did no no no, no. yeah we're, we're we're sticking with some news still right. um signals labyrinth for the castle um maze is halfway done we're at the halfway point Um, so if you have not escaped the castle yet, you have till the first Tuesday next month to, to get it all done. So I got her done. I got mine done as well was, uh, uh, we went and finished the last five counties needed for New Mexico and, uh, got it pulled in there. But, uh, you have till February fifth to get signal out of the new castle maze. Uh, remember that if um, miss one of the monthly souvenirs, you're not eligible for the um, the whatever big grand souvenir for getting all the rest of them. The bonus bonus souvenir. So make sure that you're getting out there and um, can uh, get signal out of the castle um and did you get your new year's yeah. day souvenir there you go you guys spill the part of the beans now so we got to finally spill beans i guess we, we we spilled what we were supposed to spill it's uh you know i i guess since uh gary's not here those those duties got uh delegated down so and then uh, this space is for rent inquire with management. I didn't put it in the show notes. Did you, Tom?
1: Would I do a thing like that?
0: <laughs> I'd to <give> you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So we're going to jump right into tonight's show because it is it can get lengthy. And we're going to try and not make it lengthy. But in order to stay on schedule, we need to uh, jump right into notes? this. Yeah, I looking? got the show notes up. Okay. So you tools, to for, tonight that,
1: yeah, tools for tonight. A... Yeah, tools for
0: tonight. Yeah, and the show notes will be available, as will the power. Well, all of the pictures that are in my PowerPoint slide are in the show notes. So, yeah. Um, So tonight's tools that you'll need, um, if you can dig a chemistry book or a biology book or uh, some kid in high school who's taken uh, biology or chemistry class, um, other geocaches, we'll get to that here in a bit. Um, Because when you absolutely think that you're the only one who's going to be able to come up with a puzzle like this, Somebody else probably already has one out there. Um, so other geocaches always. Uh, Google is your friend, right, Tom? Google, Google is your friend, yes. And then we've got two different um, online tools. Um, one is called ChemDraw. Um, and we've got a link to that. Uh, the other one is Draw, And you know, um, both of these here in the show. Um, so there's that. Um, Tom, when you are working on a new puzzle, what is one of the first things that you have to do with said new puzzle? Well, first thing
1: you got is open up the
0: cash page. Uh. But in this
1: case, it was a shirt. So you have to buy the shirt.
0: Yep, and so once you got this shirt at home, you you got this you got this crazy puzzle on the back of it. Um but now that you got said crazy puzzle, what do you gotta do with this? I now
1: let me let me back this up just a minute. Up until about what you say about 10 15 minutes before the show maybe i had not a clue how to solve this thing i i purposely did not work on it um because i didn't want to you know be an influence on anybody so i didn't mess with it but i also didn't know where to go what to do i kind of thought molecular weight so i would have been looking my first thing is i would have tried to figure out the molecular weights of those things and i would have been way off
0: all right so i guess in this you got to figure out what you're looking at right yeah well i survived six,
1: six six weeks of organic chemistry so i knew i was looking at an organic chemical there
0: all right and to answer this question, uh, yeah, we have at least two people who have solved it on their own. Um, so uh, we had a Flipper, who I believe is a geocacher from uh, the Alabama, northern Alabama area, um, and he was the first one um to get out to where the geocache or where the puzzle, where the prize was actually hidden. And he picked it up um, a couple weeks ago while he was on uh, vacation geocaching around. Um, And then uh, Dire Wolf, um, who is a cacher from the uh, central Illinois area, um, he figured it out, um, was the first one to figure it out. Um, he kind of had a leg up on everybody else's. He is a pharmacist and works with some of this stuff um, fairly regularly.
1: Yeah, um, he could have given me the coordinates and I would have gone for him.
0: Right. All right. So we're going to add this PowerPoint slide to... Um, to the show here in just a second. All right. So once you figure out what you're looking at and, and Teresa comments in that said it it had to do something with chemistry. Um, Darren in Australia had sent me several emails and he was on the right track. Um, So had he kept with it, I think he probably would have solved it. He was on the right course going down the correct rabbit hole. Um, and whatnot. But once you figure out what you're looking at, you have to figure out how to decode it, right? And um, you have to figure out what in the puzzle is relevant to you, um, right? Uh, I.e., so if you're looking um, at a puzzle and it gives you a certitude checker, you may not need coordinates. It could be a code word that you're looking for, um, a key phrase, sentence, Numbers. Um, In this case, you needed to come up with a uh, somehow a five digit number in the end because uh, you're dividing your five digit number by a thousand. Right. So in the end, you knew that you were going to get numbers out of this. Um, Um, There were two hints given during the course of the puzzle being out. Um, the first clue that was given out was, uh, was kind of cryptic, but it was out there. Um, and it was, uh, what are proteins made of, right? That was the first, um, that was the first hint that we gave out during one of the shows was, um, what proteins are made of. And then the second one that we gave out was A equals one, B equals two, C equals three. Right. So Teresa's right. So way to, way to jump in there, Teresa. Right. So she's right in amino acids, right. What's an an amino acid. That's what proteins are made of. Send the show notes. <laughs> um, so, uh, also in this big shout out to UCI PhD. Um, he is the person who created the geocache, um, that I straight up plagiarized this off of. Um, it's actually a puzzle cache that pre-exists in the greater Boulder area um, we've got the GC code in the show notes and we'll pull it up at the very end. Um, I contacted him and said, Hey, I solved your puzzle in 2013. I want to make a, a shirt based off of this puzzle. Do you mind? And eventually we're going to show people how to solve it. And so people will know how to solve his difficulty for puzzle cash. That's in the North Denver area northern Colorado I-25 area. So we'll show his geocache here um, later in the show. So let's start with this puzzle. And the first thing that you have to do is um, after, is is have availability of the puzzle. We did eventually put the puzzle out to the public, um, but we're going to look at a couple of things now. Tom, when you're looking at this,
1: um i'm still scratching my head you said he rated us a four
0: yeah i think it's a four maybe a four and a half he must Um, hang
1: around some really smart people then
0: well he his geocaching name says phd so i'm willing i think he's a university of california at irvine phd Um, He lives and and he lives up in the Boston, Massachusetts area, and I believe um, works at that prestigious university in Boston um, up there. So, Alex, um, you know, thank you for letting us use this um, and allowing us to go forward with this. So this right here. I got a Ph.D. Uh, oh, yeah?
1: Yeah. Isn't that just a post hole digger?
0: For us, it is. Yes. Okay. For, for us, it is. All right. So the fun part about this is that these two images on the screen are the exact same chemical structure. Even though they don't look the same. When you look at it, you've got this, these funny dashed lines down here in these areas and in the image in the top you have these solid um, images and then whatever this thing is at the end um, up here at the top does not look the same as whatever this thing is down here. Um, So these are examples of uh, the exact same chemical structure. One of these at the bottom is drawn with PepDraw, which is what I chose to use for um, creating our puzzle. The one on the top is the other one that is in the show notes um, that is ChemDraw. Um, I could not get ChemDraw to duplicate um, the, the puzzle that I wanted. Um, Alex uh, used the ChemDraw, um, but as a professor, he has a, the availability of the pro version. And I did not. So the free version that I have linked in the show notes is limited in what you can do. And I couldn't do exactly what I wanted. So we went the other route. Um, But the best way to show this um, is to show you. uh, So see this. 3D drawing of a cube, Tom? Uh-huh. Now, if I take it and do that, is it the same 3D drawing of a cube?
1: It magically changed, but yes, it's the same.
0: It's the same, but your perspective of it has changed in space, right? That's...
1: That's to you or away from you? That's a whole nother show
0: right so that's the difference in so the solid line the solid wedges are objects coming towards you and the dashed lines are objects going away from you right so this is the 2d representation of a three-dimensional object and so they twist and turn in space and so either the solid triangles or the dash triangles tell you whether it is rotating towards you or rotating away from you. Everything that is a regular stick line is in the horizontal plane. Everything else is either twisted, you know, away from you or towards you. Um, and then we can show you how to do that. Hopefully next slide. So
1: if some we my, rotated. Some of my organic chemistry is coming back to me. I never got into the double, you know, the dash lines you got and the other. But just from what I remember, this stuff. You know, right. Like, or, everywhere, what you're not showing, what this doesn't show is the carbons. Because this is so, organic chemical. So they're everywhere there's lines going together, whatever, there's a carbon right. there.
0: Yeah, and where's so single s-
1: line is single bond and where it's double line
0: is double bond and right. So all of the carbon, they don't show any of the C's in in this because if they did, this thing would just be littered with carbons, little C's everywhere throughout it. So yeah. um there is different. some there is some yeah. that you are expected to just know. Um yeah. you don't have to know it. And we'll get to that at the very end when I show you how to decode this once you figure out what builder I used. Um, but it's it's a pretty easy thing to get to. So this just shows you that as you rotate, uh, those lines will change and uh, whatnot. So uh, they are the exact same structure. They're just one is rotated 180 degrees from... The other, and if you rotate the bottom one, match the top one, it looks like that. Okay. So this is where some of this comes into play with the dashed and dotted lines. You have an amino acid. When you have, um, when you have a bunch of amino acids put into a chain, you get a peptide, which we have, right? We have two. Um polypeptide strings and then when you take your peptide string and then turn it and manipulate it and bend it in a certain um, way then you end up with a protein string you know a protein at the end so what we're dealing with in our puzzle is this middle portion that is a peptide right Not a low tide or a high tide, but a peptide. That's right, a peptide. So a group of amino acids in order is a peptide. Peptides turned into a specific shape make a protein. So what are proteins made of? They're made of amino acids. The amino acids are put together in a chain, make a peptide. That chain turned in a specific direction makes... A specific protein so you do proteins that are made out of the exact same structure from it, from one end to the other but if bent and changed in different directions they make proteins in the end so it's uh you don't need to this is ground information you don't really need to know this what you need to know is that it told you what proteins are made out of Proteins are made out of amino acids, but what our puzzle is, is this middle section, which is a a peptide string, right? So let me get back over to my show notes and scroll down so I know. Uh, 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 uh. All right, so now that you know what you're looking at, there has to be some way to decipher this, right? Like somehow we have to get numbers out of this, right? Tom, that's for you. Yep. Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm
1: looking on the show notes where you're at. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I should have put what I was wanting you to see
0: earlier, but it's the next thing on the on your notes. All right. So in order to decode this, here's your amino acid chart. There are 20 basic amino acids. Right. And there's a lot on there is a lot on this screen, right? Um there is a lot to figure out. And so in this, we're going to. Um, you blew right by my thing I added in there. Oh, I see that. Above Hang the on. So better things for better living through uh, chemistry. Above, no, no, above the chart. Above the chart. Oh, Above the chart. What do you put above the chart? An amino acid is an older, grumpier acid that can't seem to get along with others amino acid acid um all right so there's a lot of information on this uh, that you oh look it's in the show notes all right so the next few slides are not in the show notes but I'll make sure they end up in the show notes after the show before we post them online for you all right so what we're going to do now is get rid of the junk information that you don't need out of these 20 amino acids, right? There, that's all the junk that's gone out of it that you don't need. You don't need any of, you don't need any of the molecular weights. You don't need any of the, whether it has a a positive charge or negative charge, you don't need to know um, any of that information, right? What you need to know is that there are amino acids And when you look even closer, remember, Tom, what was the second hint that we gave you? A is one, B is two, Mm -hmm. Keep right on going down that list. So D-E-H-K-R, right? Yeah. So if A, which is down here in the bottom left-hand corner is alanine, an alanine, an A equals one. So anywhere that you have an alanine, we're going to sub in a one for that, right?
1: Yeah, well, this chart would have blown my first thing right out of the water because I've got spartic acid, the first one on top left, and molecular weight's what,
0: 115, their numbers are weird. Yeah, 115.0269 is the molecular molecular weight. 115 something. That makes more sense.
1: 115 something. So, yeah, that if you divide that, you know, if you had a couple of these divided by a thousand, you wouldn't be in the ballpark. So, you could roll molecular right. weight
0: out real quick. Right, and so in this, by knowing that A equals 1, B equals 2, C equals 3, there are 20 amino acids, and each one is represented by a single letter, that should have, that is how you solve this puzzle, right? Now you have to figure out which amino acids are you looking at, right? And for that, you need to go to, I think this is the end of my slideshow. Oh, no. So here's the two halves of our puzzle, right? So this is our puzzle because you can see the, um, you can see the divided by line right here. So I just took a screenshot of our puzzle and moved it into this. So now when you look at this, you need to know that you have more than one amino acid, right? And you need to know where to separate your amino acids at, right? To distinguish one from the other, right? And to do that should be the next slide there. So there's our puzzle. And these are our four amino acids in the north coordinates and the four amino acids in the, in the western coordinates. And you set your coordinates at the... Um, NH bond that is in between each amino acid, right? So your NH bond that's in the middle of each one of these separates the first amino acid from the second, the second from the third, and the third from the fourth, right? So now these are your eight amino acids that you need to uh, figure out what what they are. And if you look at this... You will notice, let's go back one slide. slide. Um, Or you don't have eight different ones. So it's even easier than that. Right. Because the second one in this top string is the same as the first one in the bottom string. Right? Yeah. Yes. According to my notes, yes. So you only now have to decipher seven of these, right? And if you look at this and compare it to the chart, so let's look at this very top one. It has a ring on it, right? It has a five-sided ring on it. So if you go now over to R, and it has a double-bonded oxygen molecule, right? So now if you come over here to the chart, And you're looking for one of these with a five-sided ring on it, bonded oxygen molecule. So when you come over here and look at these, you have, at the very top, you have histidine. It's got a five-sided ring, but it has some double bonds in the ring, and there are no double bonds in this ring over here, right? Histidine. So you keep going. This is a six sided ring. This is a six sided ring. This is a sided ring. I mean, at the bottom is a six sided ring. The only one here that has a five sided ring with a double bonded oxygen that doesn't have double bonds in the ring is proline. Right? And so now that you know this, proline is the very first uh, amino acid in this right proline is also is is represented by a p so Teresa count real quick what what number is associated with P if a equals one and B equals two and C equals three
1: and while she's doing that I'll point out you said that we broke that thing at where the NH bond was. So the NH doesn't matter, which means on the proline, the OH, which is a hydroxyl. I remember I know that one.
0: That doesn't matter. Right. So the OH and the um I don't know what got NH it. is. NH3 right. is so, NH by itself. I don't know. So p is a is a 16 is the 16th letter in the alphabet right so your first number here is going to be a 16. you come down here and look at the where's my mouse at this second uh, amino acid in the north string right it's going to have two double bonded oxygens um in it and so uh, when you start coming through and looking for double bonded oxygens, aspartic acid, glutamatic acid has two, uh, asparagine has two two, 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 and then glutamine down here in the bottom has two, right? And so uh, you need one that has a double bonded oxygen next to um, a, another oxygen. Molecules. So when you come down here and start looking, this one has a, do, 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 do. Um, so it, it's not going to be, which, which one is this? I got to try and find it on my chart.
1: Yeah, because I'm kind of lost right now, too, looking at it. I can tell people, I didn't do this, so i got a quick run through of how he did
0: it 10 minutes before the show, and we didn't get into right. this much detail. So um, if you go to Google search and do a Google search for um, amino acid draw, right, or peptide draw or protein draw, Um you'll come up with new the very first one that you'll come to is called pep draw right and so let me clear this um out and i will y'all this is um this is the drawer that i used and i'll show you a easy way to to do this if by looking at this, um, you're struggling. But we'll roll through this for just a second longer because it this will make sense to you. If you can't figure out what this middle one is, right? Uh, this one is a six si- has a six sided ring with double bonds in it. Right? When you look over here at your chart, you have a six sided ring with double bonds in it with nothing attached to it. Right. So this third one that's right here with this six sided ring and double bonds um, is going to be phenylalanine. Right. Which is represented by an F. Right. And an F is a six. Um, You can make it through most of this and go through it or If you knew what you were looking for um, was something, these are, this is, so this is ChemDraw. And ChemDraw is a great product. Um, If you wanted to uh, come in here and draw, we said that the first protein or the first amino acid is proline, right? If you knew that it was proline and you wrote it out and put it in here, it's going to build ProLine for you, right? And there there is your ProLine. The hard part about not having the Pro version of this is that this program without having the Pro version isn't gonna string them together the way that PepDraw does um, with it in free. You have to have Pro version in order to get it to link amino acids um, together. The other thing that this one does is it does have um, amino acids. And when you click on, uh, let's find where's ProLine, is this one. Oh, did it not? Let's see if we can get it to, oh, it's not going to draw one of them. Oh, there it is so when you sit here and look at this now this this will now put all of the carbon atoms in there right so now there's all of your c's that you didn't have but what this won't do now is turn this into a structure like this it just boxes it out so though ChemDraw the pro version is really good it's expensive and doesn't do for us what we need so I use PEPDRAW, and if you look at this, PEPDRAW not only gives you, if you hover over it, it'll tell you what the the amino acid's name is. So it tells you that it's alanine, right? Or alanine, gives you its abbreviation ALA, but it also gives you the letter that it is assigned, right? So for this, Proline is associated with P, and phenylalanine, which starts with a P, is assigned the F, right? So this is a good way to do this, and if you didn't know anything and stumbled upon uh, across this PEP draw, you could sit there and say, well, we want to look at what is an A. There is no B, right? So if you need a 2, you gotta go another route um but you can go a c d e f g h i that's a one two three four five six seven eight K. Okay. so that's that's one through nine right that's one three four five six seven eight nine So that's 1 through 9 in the alphabet if A equals 1, B equals 2, C equals 3, right? And if you draw the peptide and scroll down here and look at this, right, remember that at your NH bonds is where you separate your molecules from, right? So let's see if we can do this. If you sit there and look at this, right? You sit here and look at this one right here. That's the same as this one right here. And the same as this one in the first. So if you can sit here and look at this and say, all right, well, this is the one, two, three, fourth amino acid, right? And then you come up back up here to the top and you say one, two, three, four. Oh, well that has to be the E, right? And so E in this is the second letter in the, in this top amino acid structure. Right? So you, we know that you have a P and E. Um, If you look at this next one, we already know that we already from the previous slide, but if you just looked at this now, this is the F. This third one is F. And if you kept uh, going one more, let's see if it shows us this right here. The very last, the very last one is the same as the very last one here. And if you come up and look at what was the last letter we put into the drawer was an I. So now for the top structure, you have a proline, a glutamate, a phenylalanine, and an isoleucine, which is P-E-F-I. And if you convert PEFI to numbers, you get one six five six nine. We'll
1: draw it up in there. Show them that it looks the
0: same. Okay. So PEFI. Let's come over here and draw our peptide. Let's. So PEFI right here in the peptide builder should look identical to the north structure that you have. Right? Should look identical to it. So if you take one six five six nine and divide it by a thousand, you end up
1: with sixteen and some change. 16 point
0: whatever. Right, so 16 dot 569, because you just move the decimal place over three spaces, right? Alright, so now that we have the north coordinates figured out, let's come in here and look at the western coordinates. Um, we already know that in looking at this, whoop, in looking at this, that the Um, the very first structure is the same as the second. The first amino acid in the west coordinates is the same amino acid that is in the second position on the north coordinate. So you already know that that is going to be an E. um, And that is going to give you a 5. So now going back through here, um, if you went, oh, whew, I needed this. All right. So, if we went in our structure builder and we said, A calm down with me, um, A C. D, E, F, G, H, I, A, and L, right? And we came over here and told it to draw our peptide. We're trying to find... um, We're trying to find the rest of these, uh, peptides in the builder. So in this, you have, um, this, this, we're going to ignore this second peptide. That's here for a second, um, right here. Cause this one kind of will throw you off, not, not with it at the end, um, like this. So we want to focus on this third peptide. And this third peptide um, has the five-sided ring with a double bonds in it. Right. And if you come over here and look at, you have a five-sided ring with a double bond in it. And you figure out which one this is by counting your NHs. So this is one, two, three, four, five, six, Seven. So this is your seventh letter up here in your alphabet. and you come up here and you go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven is an h. So you have an e, a something, a h. And then if you look at this, you have at the last one, you come down here and scroll all the way up, this last one is an l right third. that's yeah. the last that's the last letter that we put up and this structure matches this one over here, right? So we know that we have a e something h l, which means that we have a five something eight twelve, and we need to figure out what the second one is. Uh, the hard part about this is that it is actually this one right here. Um, the A, but because it is on the first, the very first of this one, it looks slightly different than what you're going to find in the drawing, because this dashed line, you have to rotate it, remember where we said you had to rotate it 100 degrees, and you turn dashed line into a solid triangle, that's Solid triangle here um, that's on the top. So you come back up here and and move all of these, draw peptide so that it is blank. All right. And so we know that we need E A H L and peptide. And when we scroll down and look at the structure. It should be identical to what we have in the puzzle, right? North-south?
1: Yeah.
0: So if you didn't know what the second one was because it, it, it didn't match what you had, you can come up here and do this. You can go E-C-H-L, draw it, come down here and look at it. Oh, well, that's not right. That doesn't match, right? And so you can come back up here and say, "All right, well, let's replace that with a D and draw a peptide." Well, that's not right either, right? And so y- you can you can go through here and kind of nickel and dime it until you figure it out. Um, but it is an A, and then you you have. Um, EAHL, which gives you 51812. If you take 51812 and divide it by 1,000, you move your desk space over, um, and that gives you 51.812. Just a second. Let me do up my screens real quick I was
1: going to ask her so in the cache you copied this from did he tell you a equals one and b equals two C equals three or or, or was um, just not
0: helpful with that uh, let me back uh, let me scroll up in the show notes and open the cache page and then I will share my screen with you again. So in this, uh, he gives it a four and a half for difficulty. So this is a four and a half difficulty um, puzzle. Uh, uh, Let me... Oh, not that screen. Let me make this screen. Slightly large, right? Um, And if you look at this in my notes, I do have peptides written down, right, up here at the top in my notes. Um, So you have an A structure and a B structure. He tells you that you're at north A divided by 1,000 and west 105. B divided by 1,000. And in the hint, he tells you, puzzle one is the background image, which if you... You can't see the background image in this, but it's DNA, right? It's a double-hits DNA. Um, and then puzzle hint number two, and also a clue to the hide, is... Uh, Do we have to decrypt it? The A helix, spelled backwards, right? The alpha helix, right? So now you're only looking at one, one side of the DNA structure, which is a string of polypeptides, right? And then puzzle hint number three, and it's spelled backwards, but it's what teens are made of. Right, these hints sound familiar. Yeah, proteins are they're and made then, of
1: teams that got drafted after college.
0: <laughs> That's right, uh, and then he does give you C equals three, D equals four, etc. Right? Okay. So, I I gave the minus the the background image that I didn't have for a puzzle. Um, on our t-shirt and the alpha helix, uh, which when I solved this, that didn't make any sense to me. I still didn't, it, once I solved it, I was like, I still don't understand what the alpha helix has to do with anything. Um, but, um, the two hints that he does give you what protein data helped me and C equals three D equals four. I gave those same hints to our, users and listeners so did that you, find, means,
1: you, you found this one all right
0: yeah i found
1: that one so i wonder it says it's a hint to the hide too is it on a spiral staircase
0: it is on a spiral staircase that's that's what the
1: alpha helix parts for it's, yeah. it's on a spiral staircase um
0: Though it, it doesn't, it doesn't show a picture of the, but it was on the university's campus on an old building with a spiral metal staircase and, you know, attached in the usual way that things are to a metal staircase. All right, so now that we have a north and a uh, west coordinates we can uh, come in and check this. And if you look at North 36, 16.569, because those are our north coordinates that we got, and West 102, 51.812, that puts you right here. And this is... between Dalhart and Texline in the far north uh, west part of the Texas panhandle. So there's Oklahoma. This is New Mexico. This is Colorado. This is Kansas. And this is uh, Texas. So if you scroll in here. It's between nowhere and next to nowhere. that's, That's exactly right. Um if so if you scroll in here um and whatnot and look at this, it puts you on the satellite map right on the outside of whatever this building is with a roof. Uh this building used to be a gymnasium, it used to be a basketball court, and uh, um, Whatnot. So there is the station back here for another building, whatever this was, um, you know, whether that be it was locker room or showers or whatnot. Um, but this is a gymnasium. And when you look at it, um, it looks just like this from the road. It's just a brick building out here uh, in the middle of nowhere.
1: And it looks pretty good from that distance.
0: It does. When you start scrolling in and looking at this, you notice that there's daylight right up in here and you can tell that the roof has collapsed in on this building. Right. So the other thing that I wanted to show you guys was um, on the I know not all of you have Instagram who watch the show, but if you do have Instagram, you can check out the Puzzle Talk podcast. I did share these images Um, which are of this windowsill. And if you notice in this windowsill, there's some, it's hard to show you because when you try to touch it, it gives you this little square. But in the middle of these yellow bricks, this is a a double line, a double bricked wall. And in the middle, it has these little yellow spacer bricks with um, spaces above and below each one. So you can see, there's a hole in here and a hole in here, and a couple of yellow bricks in the middle. And I shared on our Puzzle Talk podcast Instagram page these pictures. So here's the puzzle. That's where you end up, right? One one six five six nine and five one eight one two. So those are the coordinates from when I took coordinates from. Um, from this, I am the blue dot standing there. And so those are the coordinates I got when I was standing at Ground Zero hiding this cache or hiding the prize. So this is what it looked like when I was there. You can see there are, um, you can see straight through the roof in some of these images. But if you focus over here on this window seal, right here, right? So these are those yellow bricks that I was talking about that are in it And it's hard to tell, but if you see right up here, there is, a, you see that right there? I graffitied the building. Whoa. I did. Right, right up here next to where the yellow brick is, I did put the little G with a cross in it. Showing you that this is, if you were close enough to see this, you knew that you were in the right spot. And X down here on this brick, X marks the spot. So when you come back out and look at this, X is right here. And the G that you're looking for is right up here next to this yellow. And so if you came in and found it, you'll find this. If you manage to step up onto this um, windowsill right here on this, on this foundation, you can get to it from the inside pretty easy. It's it's about a two-foot step up. From the outside, this is about five feet. So it's a, a pretty stout foundation. Um, but if you come in here and look, you can see X marks the spot. And if you come up here and look, you got your cash-in marker, X marks the spot. And if you pulled that out, that's where I had the container hidden in one of those holes in the brick. So both of the little brick pieces that I put in place here were still there um, when Flipper found it. Um, Though he did say that the X was not shown. The X wasn't. So I must have, when I stopped by on one of my numerous trips through from Colorado down to Texas, I must have stopped in pulled the brick out, and then when I put it in, put the X facing the other direction, right? One of the other three directions. So he said, I didn't see the X on the brick, but everything else was there. All right. Um, and so that's what it was, and inside here we did one of our Puzzle Talk coins. We did have one of my um, trackable tags, one of these um, was in the cache, and let not. So this is a good difficulty for puzzle um, that you can turn and put out there. Um, and then here is, oh, no, not that. I didn't want to do that. want to delete this. Scroll through the images one more time because at the end, there's Flipper at ground zero. And you can see the great condition of the roof up there in the picture. It's just well so,
1: ventilated.
0: Yeah, the air conditioning is on year round there. Um and so uh you know you can see that um the the G that I put is way up here on one of these. He did stick the bricks back in the he did say that he stuck the bricks back in the wall. Um but this is where he got to found it. And uh, took the cash container and his prizes, and uh, continued geocaching. So that's what was hidden there. And
1: go, uh, go back to the uh, the Google map and zoom out just a little bit. Go go to the aerial part. So get off of street view, and zoom out a bit. And you'll notice there is keep going. Some there is nothing around there i mean dalhart's a, dalhart's a small small texas town and then that other one in new mexico is another small texas town a lot of farmland in there so yeah it begged me to a- ask and i thought this was interesting so i think you ought to tell it. why is there a basketball court
0: in the middle of nowhere um so the there used to be a uh Let me put this back up here. So this is, let me go to the map view because the map view is a little easier to see. So you have Dalhart, Texas here. You have um, Clayton, New Mexico here. TexLine has a rural school district in it. Um, So uh, Greenville has a a rural school district in it. Um, So what used to happen is Clayton, New Mexico, and Dalhart used to play uh, basketball games against each other. And so what they would do is meet in the middle. And where that where that school, where that gymnasium is, is is no lie, halfway between Clayton, New Mexico, and Dalhart, Texas, and they used to play basketball games there. They'd hold tournaments for, like, regional tournaments um, there at that basketball. Um, and it was just a, a regional. It was so – Uh, teams didn't have a home field advantage and since they were playing teams out of state that didn't have you know that really they were just like exhibition games um, and whatnot they didn't count for conference plays either way Um, that was a school halfway between the middle and it was neutral ground so to say Um, but they they used to host a bunch of basketball um, tournaments out there for the rural school districts that were up in the area. Um, and it was a facility that they could come to and and use. And and by looking at the floor inside it, it was, um, it, it was a really nice, uh, building and facility at one point in time. Uh, it's obviously seen better days now, but, um, this was, uh, a really, uh, kind of cool area. I'd always wondered what it was when driving past it. And when we decided to do this, um, I was like, I'm going to put it there. That's where it's going to go. Um, kind of, it kind of worked out. Um, let me pull this um, geocaching map up and show uh, you guys, because I know that there were other cachers who asked me about it. And I, I told Teresa about it, that there were no geocaches within, uh, you know, within a, a good stretch of of where this thing was at. And so
1: <laughs> not a tree or nothing.
0: Re, yeah. And so let me add this back to the stream here. So our geocat, our our placement was right there at the tip of the finger there's nothing out there there wasn't a cache for 12 miles or more 15 i think it was 15 but anyhow uh the the closest geocache to it ended up being this broken down place but uh because of where it's at but that was almost 16 miles straight shot um you know and so i know when Teresa had messaged me and i said there's not a geocat you're not gonna you know somebody's not gonna stumble onto this by accident randomly looking under the wrong lamp skirt in a walmart parking lot right um this thing was was out there and there's nothing there's nothing out there this yeah um, there used to be a cache right here at the Texas the, the Texas State Line in Texline. Um, it, it has since on its way of the archive. And when you come in here, I've found almost all of the caches um, in Dalhart. In fact, I had at one point in time I had all the caches in Dalhart found. Um, and in numerous trips through there since. Um, more have been added, and I've got a DNF on on one um, at the cemetery.
1: Pete's and then just saying his uh, grandfather was born there in Dalhart, and there are some really cool caches in Dalhart.
0: There are some amazing um, geocaches in Dalhart. This one, Del- the crystal clear, if you look at 352 favorite points. If you look I, at this one,
1: what a thousand, two thousand at the most live there.
0: Uh, yeah, if this town has more than a thousand people in it, I'll, I'll, I'll. You know, this one has forty-five. Let's see, the volunteer fire department has three hundred and thirty-seven. That one was really the,
1: cool.
0: the one at the train. The train lamp has two hundred and seventeen. And then this one, the Valve of Life has 343. So if you want to find a cool, I mean, just a cool old school West Texas town with a bunch of nothing in it. I think it's got a Sonic and a McDonald's. And then a couple of local cafes and a pizza joint in it. But this thing's got... One, two, three, four caches, all over 250 favorite points. And this one, which I really liked, um, that only has 45, I, it, it's by the same. And all, all five of these caches are by the same cache owner, right? Epiphany Wands. Um, I don't know why this one doesn't have more, but it, it just doesn't. But these other four caches all have over 250 favorite points, it is is just a very cool, neat town, and the cash owners put a lot of good work into uh
1: the geocaches I, I there in the my, areas. I'll tell you my guess why is people are hitting Dalhart on the, when they're doing the county challenge run and they're getting two or three and going. And we we were planning on doing the same thing until we hit the guy's stuff. Because we didn't know, we just thought, "Wow, okay, there's a few favor points." There weren't that many when we did it. And We thought, "Yeah, Man, these are cool." So we went and hit the rest of his there, and, you know, put us a little behind, but we didn't care. That was those were awesome, really cool caches.
0: Um, yeah. Now this guy does. Um, I'll share a um, a picture. This guy um, takes a bunch of old church pews there were church pews that were being um, replaced they were throwing them out of an old church up there and he got his cashing name because he's a woodworker and he'd take parts of those um church pews and turn them into harry potter style wands and he'd roll them up in this old parchment and write this you know a, a poem or something for each one of these hand turned wands that he created out of old church pews and he rolled it up in a paper and this is the one that i got when and i had no idea we came rolling through town and i said hey this one's got like 90 favorite points on it let's roll over there and look at it and i get the cash down out of the tree and it's got a wand in it and i was like Oh, yeah, this gets a favorite point. He turns out a wand and rolls them up and has this nice calligraphy on an old parchment-style piece of paper. And when he's out there, he just throws one into his geocache. And people find if,
1: it. And I've heard if he you know, knows you're coming, he dresses up like a wizard. He's
0: I have heard born. that. I have heard that. I didn't see that. But I found this cache in 2014. 24- um, I had already finished the Texas County challenge. We were doing it for Laura. Um, cause none of these caches existed when I finished it. And so, um, I came in and we found that and then said, well, let's look at all the rest of his caches in town. And he had, you know, at that point, um, you know, they all had about 65 or 70 favorite points on them at the time when I found them. And, uh, we went through and gave him a whole bunch of favorite points, um, there, but uh, so there you have it. That's that's where um, that's that's where the the prize was hidden. That's how you decipher this puzzle that we created on the shirts. Um, show notes are uh, going to be available. Uh, the photo are on the um, Instagram page, as well as the solution to the puzzle. So the coordinates are there um, as well. So uh, if you guys, um, you know, want to go in and create a uh, puzzle like this, I've given you all the tools and resources um, real quick. We've got just a few minutes, but I said I was gonna go over another puzzle that put on Instagram page. So I'm gonna do this real quick um, so this was a puzzle that we put. Um, you can assume north 46 and west 112. Um, and Tom, just I know that it, this is the shotgun blast, but you got a clue about this just by looking at it?
1: Well, it looks like a crop circle, it looks like a target, but. Ooh. When you did the first one with just the lines down, semaphore kind of popped in my head. Okay. Other than that.
0: So I. Uh, one,
1: two, three, four.
0: Sound a ring. One, two, three, four, five rings and a donut hole in the middle. Okay one, two, three, four, five rings and a donut hole in the middle. Right? So so you already have been given your degrees, so you know that all you need is five numbers in one and five numbers in the other, right? So you have mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five rings. The donut hole in the middle doesn't count for anything. Right? So you have... Your two, your, 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 the thick line represents the decimal point. Okay. So you have XX, decimal point, XXX, right? Okay. And so in each one of these rings, this is, how do you say it? Gillifrayan. Yeah. But so this is this is numbers in Gillifrain and not letters or words in Gillifrayan. So in Gillifran, if it if it if the number is a zero, then it is a ring with nothing in it. So you have zero, zero, dot, zero, two, two. Right? Each line inside these represents one. So the lines represent one and on the second image the circles represent the number five so now on the outside you have you have one line here and one line here so you have a two then you have a circle and a line so what is the circle and the line six six and then if you come in here you have a circle you the thick line represents your decimal point right? Then you have a circle with one, two lines. So that's a seven, right? And then the next ring in, you have a circle with a line and a line, which is another seven. And then the inner ring with just a circle in it is a five. So you have two, six, seven, two, six, dot, Seven
1: seven five. So it's semi-Gilafrian. It,
0: it it's the sense. is the numbers in Gilafrian. So numbers have their oh so letters and words make up those funny. Um, let's see if we can pull up. Um, They're all
1: connected, so. I'm a big Doctor Who fan, So, but when I, I see those Gallifreyan puzzles, I go on to Reddit, and I just dump a thing on there and turn people loose. All right, what does this thing say? Because I found a thing to build the stuff. I haven't found something to decode them.
0: And there's nothing built to decode them, so if you build them... You have to know. Um, you have to know what it says so that you can un- undecode it, right? So this for those who um, don't know, this is a word in Gillifrayan. and so in Gillifran you start at the bottom and read them counterclockwise from the outside to the inside right like that so it makes a spiral from the outside to the inside starting at the bottom and going counterclockwise I didn't make the rules I just know them but in this none of them have their own set separate ring system um and so they're they're little different. and uh like, like Darren said here Um, you know, it's, it's two circles and then three circles, minutes and decimals, right? Your minutes and then your decimal minutes. And in that, if you, in this, if you have a line through your donut in the middle, that makes it a negative number. So whereas you can be, instead of south, you can make this where it's minus, you know, 47 you can do decimal degrees right so my 47 dot and then a string you you could make that in in this system like this um if you change the coordinate form from degrees uh degrees decimal minutes to just decimal degrees so um watch the instagram uh podcast um the Instagram page for our podcast. And, uh, then, uh, we may try and do some more of these, um, just to give you, um, an idea for those who follow the Instagram page. So, okay.
1: We should have put in the news, isn't there a souvenir for hiding? You hide a cast this year, you get a souvenir. Yeah. Same as
0: last year. Um, if you hit a cash last year, you got a souvenir. This time, they included hosting an event. So if you host an event this year, you will get a hider souvenir. That was not the case with last year's, because um, I hosted two events and didn't get it, and then kind of got peeved about it, and then went and hit a bonus cash for an adventure lab, and and got got the souvenir. So um, and. And Groundspeak just came out with all of the souvenirs for the year. Um, It gives you the dates for CEDO season one and two um, and what other souvenirs are being offered this year. Um, So if you haven't found it, um, you can check out any of Groundspeak's social media. Um, They have it. Or you can check the blog form. They have it. um, And if you get the emails from Groundspeak, check your email. It's in there. So, okay, pep draw, polypeptide strings. That is how you solve the shirt puzzle. If you turn around and follow what Alex did before me and what I did with our shirt puzzle, um, it, I'd be tickled pink if you hid one of these and gave it a difficulty four and a half and then um, sent me a link to it just you know, once you get it published. So Teresa, if you work on one out there in West Texas, uh, in, in y'all's neck of the woods, uh, and Darren, if you get one and decide to get published, um, or if anybody does, I, I'm just going to set vacation plans around your I'm going to station plans around going to find these geocaches. So send me once you get it published. Uh, we'll be tickled pink and uh and uh go from there so
1: well that's cool because i'm definitely
0: gonna hide one yeah fun it's a fun little deal so um, all right i guess we'll uh we'll get out of here have everybody have a good night and stay tuned to the plain old sunday show coming up um, maybe they'll have more on this vault promo that's coming up. We'll all we, we had no beans to spill. Yeah, more than what they. There's nothing to spill. That's more than than the play button they told me to push. I I know nothing. So, all right, y'all have a good night.
1: We'll see y'all next month. There's, if there's something you want us to cover, send it to
0: us. We'll go over it. That's right. Um, Next show for us is going to be Tuesday, the 7th of February. And until then, guys, get out there, get geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night.